dismantling her. Really? Yeah, just being like about how not woke she is for not supporting libraries. Yeah. I struggle with the word library. Library? Library. What do I struggle with? I struggle saying my own name, I realized recently. Say Production, this is Keegan. Yeah, it's hard. That's yeah, fine. that's fine. But uh, it's, yeah. Keegan, it's Keegan, though. Is I a do hard worry name that is. I say Nick. Like, I just mumble it so people call me other things. Nick, no, it's it's Nick. a one syllable. I know, but that's what I hear Rick or can't equate your name no, no, no. my name problem. Fair, fair, fair. You do have right. a two-syllable name. Keegan. Keegan. That middle G is hard. Yeah. Hard. The last G is easy, Especially when you're, you know, you've been fighting a traumatic brain injury your entire life. K-E-E-G-G-A-A-N-N. Keegan. Keeping this thing tight. You cool with that? Yep. No owls? No owls. No owls. Cool. And we'll have, uh... We're gonna put Da Vinci first. Cool? Yep. Fucking sick. I have a feeling on that. Good, me too. I'm sure it's similar. Sick. Oh, wait. Fuck. It's on. The jig is up. Oh, We're no. We're live, The baby. jig is up again? The jig is up again. I wish we could just get one week where the jig doesn't The jig was was off and down, but now it's on it's and, up. and up. In a big way. In a big way. Welcome to episode 37 of Here's a Podcast Where You Happy Now. God, what a crazy work. Towns, turns out Einstein was basically blind. Not Einstein. Da Vinci. Da Vinci. But maybe Einstein. Ooh, we might be on to something. So here's... Talk a little more about Vinci, then I'll jump into my. Okay, great. Well, we were just doing a little preview. Show. We're just doing a little preview. You got to be patient. I'm, I we're have no patience, and in fact, I will not be patient. Okay, well, I take right. what I, I want. Shouldn't have told you what to do. Yeah, we that's take one, what we. That's want. the one thing we don't do here. We don't tell each other what to do. Absolutely, we not. tell everyone else what to do. You say have a good day to me. I say don't tell me what to do. Yeah. I'll have a bad day. We actually got a we got a listener submission. Ooh. Correcting us on uh, some vocabulary we used in an application to be science guy. Yeah. And I alerted said listener, that's great. You may think you're smart enough to be science guy, but number one qualification of science guy is not correcting us. True. So, disqualified. So the science guy augments what we say. He does right. not and take away. In case you missed it, we have a science guy. His name is Brett. Science guy Brett. Brett, shout out. Step off his curb. Yeah. Step off his curb. Also, Brett, we have a couple questions for you. Can you do a little research into owl attacks for us? Please. How common they are? If there are any, any reasons for owl vengeance recently, this is just... Just curious. Yeah. So owls, owls are cool animals. They are cool. I think they're cool. I, I think, think they're, they're cool. They're, apparently they attack people all the time. It's like That's crazy. You just get dive bombed by owls and people are now like, you've got to stop running through the woods because owls will just... Just kamikaze you. Just dive, yeah, they're territorial. So they'll just, they'll just fucking scratch your head and shit. Like everything that a bat's supposed to do, an owl will actually do with like talons and shit. That's kind of crazy. You scared of bats? I'm scared shitless of bats. Their faces, they're like little people faces. They're like little, yeah, they are like little people faces. Am I scared of them? No, but only because I think it's it's too far removed from me. That's fair. If bats are something that I encountered in my daily life, I think I'd be Have you ever seen a bat inside in a room? Yes, not fun. Okay, yeah, they're scary. Shit. They, they are scary, and they're, just, they're freaking out. Yeah, they're yeah, freaking yeah. out, and they're little people faces. That's and they the scariest part. Faces, yeah, and then I everyone's got to get a fucking hate that. I fucking hate that. Yeah. Welcome to Here's a Podcast We Happy Now, yeah, episode good. 37. We are, I don't know what we're, how we're 37 episodes into this thing, but here we are. Yeah, man. Going I stronger than ever. I wonder how many I can remember. I mean, it's, we're coming up. Not yet, but soon. On asking people to subscribe on, again? On a year. Oh, that's crazy town. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. 50, episode 52. Episode 50. Well, that'll be a year's worth of podcasts. A year's worth of podcasts. Yeah. We're, we're definitely closer to a year. We are closer to a year because we haven't been exactly weekly. Yeah. So but, we're, I think we might be a month out. We'll get back to you on that. That's good radio. Yeah. <laughs> everyone shut up. Everyone stop. Yeah. Everyone We're thinking. Shut up. Give, me uh, yeah, a give me a second to fucking think about it yeah, for a second. Please. God. Here's a wait, I have an idea. Everyone go back and listen from the beginning. Yeah. Rewind. One. Rewind. Right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
a rewind feature has come a long way. Yeah, man. Our sound effects are dope. Yeah, Hamilton doesn't have shit on us in terms of rewind feature. Fuck Hamilton. Fuck Hamilton. Have you seen Hamilton? Yeah, it's great. When did you see it? You were, you had fled the country. I don't know. You didn't tell me where you were, so I didn't tell you I went to Hamilton. That's fair. Yeah, you deserve it. We're That's jumping into some great news stories this week. First of all, first things first, turns out Leonardo da Vinci's eyes are, were messed up. He had a certain condition. We can see it. I think you can, it's, it's like not a crazy condition, but it's like where your eyes, you kind of have a lazy eye. They're kind of yeah. pointing different directions. I think the way they're figuring it out is because all of his self-portraits have his eyes kind of pointing in different directions. And some of his characters that he's painted apparently do too. And the theory is like you paint people the way you see yourself in some way. So they're now thinking that he had this eye condition that basically he would see the world from more of a 2D, from like more of a two-dimensional aspect, making yeah. it easier to put it on the canvas. And everyone is like, this is crazy. This is so cool that he's able to do this. I think it is. Like it makes it less, like then I'm not impressed. I have the exact same yeah, feeling. Then I'm, like, okay, great. Like if that's I what you be, just saw and you just put it on paper, like that's not impressive. That's I'm just, so much more inspired, awestruck by talent when I think that person sees the like is like me. Yes. Right. Like. Right. The idea that he's he legitimately had a physical, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Disability. Like, disability, but also that made him better at something. Handicap. Like, right. But yeah, like a physical buffer. Yeah. Like, like, like daredevil. Yeah. Exactly. Like he. I don't know. He had a superhuman ability to be better at painting than I am. Right. Which, right. like, to me, is less talent and more he hit the genetic lottery. Right. Right? right. That's Am I supposed to be impressed by that? Yeah. It just seems less talent It's LeBron and more versus Jordan. It's, Le- it's LeBron versus Jordan. Because you think LeBron is more of, like, a physical talent. Yeah. Jordan has had, like, the grit. Jordan, yeah. Jordan had the grit. And yeah. I mean, it's hard, it's hard to argue that. Like, LeBron has yeah. also hit the genetic lottery. Yeah. Right? Sorry, I didn't mean that. He came out... Right. Like, possibly the perfect specimen of a yeah, right. physical frame. Right. You can play any sport yeah. and succeed at it. Right. right. Where Jordan was right. skinnier and, you know, had to go with more heart, you would say. I think LeBron's got some heart. I think Le- I think LeBron's like the Grinch. I think his heart grew. If you... That's fine. If you come at me with an argument that their heart is anywhere comparable... I'm not saying they're comparable. I'm just saying I think just LeBron has some heart. You're just comparing yeah. them. Yeah. You're comparing them right now. I think LeBron has heart. Can you we say have this fight all the time? Yes. Can you I think say LeBron it in the same heart. sentence as Jordan? LeBron's heart and Jordan's heart. Look me in the eye. Yeah, Look I'm me in thinking, the eye when you, when, you, when you end this friendship. Just think about whether Look I want to eye. do this right, right now. Right. <laughs> Here we are. Yeah. Yeah. Wherever I think you, LeBron's got a lot of heart. As see, that's not, not as what much I'm as saying. Jordan's. Not as much as Jordan's. Hey, can you say it in the same sentence? Can you look at me in the eye and say you can compare their hearts? It's a hometown thing. Like I would say, I would fight like this about Jeter if anyone was like, oh, you know, like. X player has the same heart as Jeter's. Like, fuck you. No way. You're talking about Jeter's heart? No one has close to Jeter's heart. So I get it. I concede. Because I see the likeness. Have you ever told me, like, what baseball player would you be like, had as much heart as Jeter? I think that's a legit argument, though. Like, G- like I don't think I can think of many that had heart like Jeter. Fair. You can probably think of one, though, right? Like, there's probably someone who, like, really grinded it out. Yeah, I mean, maybe. But, like, for one, for basically, like, he's known for one team... Fought his fucking that's heart fair. out. That's fair. You know? Okay, I'm thinking more playing style. All right, yeah. I'll I mean, like, Javi Baez is, has, shares some tendencies with Jeter in terms right. of his fielding ability, but, like, I'm not going to sit here no and, be, and say, like... All right, all right. I've argued myself back into, you're right. Good. All right. 360 degrees, I'm happy again. Well, anyway, I agree with you. This is, which is fucking overrated. If you, it's like if, if someone was famous for painting blurry pictures, like, pictures that were out of focus, yeah. I'd be like, oh, it's amazing. And then if I found out fucking 500 years later that that person just couldn't see and that's what they, they're just like putting what they saw on a canvas right. the way Which they saw like, it. Who has that? Chuck, Clo- Chuck Close? 
What's his name? I'm Chuck Close sure. has the thing where he's got facial blindness, and he does those super, super hyper-realistic portraits. Yeah. That's fucking cool. That's kind of that cool, you yeah. you facial blindness, and you make these insane, like... Right. So you're... Um, so yeah, you know, right. like, super hyper-realism paintings. Right. So he's, like, overcoming That's it. overcoming a physical right. impediment. Right. Versus using your physical impediment to mask, you know, God-given talent. Right. Which Da Vinci, I'm sure, was up to his dick in, you know? Right. Right. But I'm just saying, like, if you're starting to now be like Da Vinci, Michelangelo, blah, blah, I'm like, I gotta give the edge to Michelangelo. Right. If, like, suddenly it's like Mona Lisa's eyes are so mysterious because Da Vinci, like, was looking in two opposite directions, then I'm not as intrigued by him. And I think we can make an official statement. Da Vinci, overrated. Overrated. Cool. It's settled. Yeah. I like Van Gogh, too, because Van Gogh was crazy. Yeah, Van Gogh was, was a fucking nut job. Yeah. I love that. I like I that. that. Again, overcome. Things too comfortable, cut off one ear. Yeah. Throw Things off too your fucking easy. balance. This also brings me to another overrated thing. This is my in my brain of the week, and I've had this in my brain for months. Who's the fucking guy that, who's on Netflix now? We grew up with in like the 90s. He paints. He talks to you. Bob Ross. Overrated as shit. Yeah, people like are clinging to that in some like, does, I, I don't know, this is me thinking like in my advertising like, you right, know, the guy who hates psychology. Friends, hates Seinfeld, hates everything. True, true, yeah, true. Yeah. But like, people like are reverting to this. Like, you know, we need quietness and safety in, yeah. in these distress, distressing times. Fuck that. Bob yeah. Ross, not that good. No, not that good. And it's also like his artistry. It's just like I'm not impressed by someone who knows what they're painting ahead of time. Fair. You don't know what they're painting ahead of time, and then just acts like it's all goes according to plan. Like I bet Bob Ross fucking fucks up every one of those paintings in one way. Liking Bob Ross to me is like is like telling me that you need to go back to listening to cassettes yeah like you know how that's like sort of a trend that like at Urban Outfitters they send they sell what's, what are those things called cassettes cassettes yeah. yeah tapes yeah why the fuck would I need that right now no that's not even like there no. is no argument for that other than like nostalgia porn there's no reason right right get there's that no on re- my face no it's just it's dumb it's one of those things get where it's like face. it is nostalgia porn where it's like right. things used to be better you can't make an argument to me that like, oh, the sound quality is so different that I can't. We used to watch a guy paint. Like we, you, you literally used to watch paint right. dry on canvas. We're in the gold. We're in the golden age right. of television. We, yeah. You, you could turn on Netflix and watch anything that stimulates you. I'm not even saying like, I'm not trying to make anything that we turn off and now we're just drones. I don't think that's true. I think there's a way to appreciate right. new art forms that don't need, you know, that require some fucking thought as opposed right. to watching Bob right. Ross. Like, like Mr. Rogers, he's cool. He was fucking awesome. Yeah. That documentary is gonna. I'm gonna see it one day. And it's gonna make me cry. I know. But Bob Ross, like. What did he do? Yeah, I don't know. He painted some shit. He painted some a, shit. He had a nice fucking hair. yeah, nice hair. That's yeah. it. Wore a turtleneck. That's I do have sweet. to. I do support curly headed dudes. For the record, that's fine. Got to support. Okay, that's fair enough. We're moving on to, to how we're acting. CDC officially. Yeah, this is my favorite story of the week. Officially, has decided that short people are markedly, measurably, indubitably, yeah, angrier than tall people. And I can't believe there had to be research on that. They even say in an article, this has previously been called short man's syndrome or yeah. Napoleon complex. And it's like, yeah, motherfucker, have you met my friend Grant Nichols? Yeah, we You're- all, we're pretty, I think everyone is pretty well versed with the idea that right. short people are a little angrier. Right. You ever been to a bar with a bunch of like short white dudes? Have you ever been anywhere with a short? Yeah. Yeah. Like they're just angrier. You ever seen fucking Lord of the Rings? Yeah, Gimli's pretty angry, but he's yeah. also funny. Well, but, he's funny, but he's mad. I mean, and a lot of those times, those come together. Right. right? You think Frodo would have brought the ring to Mordor if he wasn't trying to compensate for being yeah. a little fucking short guy? I've just never seen him more of a like a duh CDC has So dumb. Like, go. So dumb. You can figure something else out. Right. Like, don't go there use that been research research. dollar. Yes, there could have been research done on anything else. There's so many diseases that could be controlled right now, and instead you're just telling me that Napoleon complex is indeed a thing. Right. I know. 
Yeah, I didn't. It's one of those things we don't need any research on. And this is one of those things that like maybe this just isn't even right. There's not much else that we can say that right. isn't already self-evident right. in the headline. Right. It's like kind of like salmonella. Yeah. Where it's like I'll start believing in salmonella when I see it. Yeah. In my personal life. I've never seen anyone get salmonella. Yeah, that's because it's a made up. Of... Ooh. Is that your phone? Yeah. But don't worry, it's fine. <laughs> We're cool. Hey guys, hey, we're that's, back. That's Sorry about that. That's showbiz. I got angry. That's that's, that's, sh- that's showbiz. Yeah. Welcome that's to Hollywood, business. bitch. Welcome, yep. Yep. Welcome to L. A. Welcome to L. A. Nine hundred two one zero. Right. Yep. Am I right? Oh, you're right. Put her there. Just fucking fucking lay it on like the, like the butter in the jam. Yeah. Fucking work. Fucking give me that whole wheat. Staying at the breakers. Mm, little kombucha. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Surfing every morning. Ooh, a little avocado on this toast. Oh, I just saw a celebrity. Oh, sorry, tostada. Because it's you know. And the celebrity eating a tostada. Ah. Do you want to go get acai bowls later? That's the sound of a nice friend handshake. Absolutely. We're going to get acai bowls. Acai bowls. We'll be back in like ten to fifteen. Right, right. Give us a couple minutes. That being said, it's like salmonella. It's like salmonella. Salmonella. If I see it in my real day, like my in everyday life, I'll see it. Yeah. I'll believe it. I've never seen it. I know it's a made up disease. It's very similar, maybe opposite with the point complex, where it's like I see this every fucking day. Right. You could you could tell me there's no such thing as the polling complex and I'd be like great that's just one thing that it's a thing that science can't prove that is that it's already been proven yeah all it really takes is going to the New York City subway and like watching a person a smaller person's face like shoved into someone's lower back to yeah. be like yeah that person's pissed yeah, and so they're mad. gonna go through their day angrier I than I, I am yeah I don't blame them it's like if you had to be in a New York City crowd I'd be pissed no I'm not saying anything really really wrong you just like you were hobbit sized like or even not hobbit sized you're hobbit if you were like a foot shorter than me yeah it's almost mean of the CDC to come out with this it is like it's like oppressive a little bit to be like they're kicking short people, no pun intended, when they're down, because yeah I got I got a I got a, I got a, a little snort there yeah, but like what, what's the point of confirming that yeah right especially for like, the short people who are you know plas- like have right. very mild plas- tempered mild right, tempered right, people right. they're just like now the stigma is even crazier for them it's not stigma it's research yeah it's it's I mean it's just, I maybe it's because we've been so exposed to the Napoleon complex that it just seems ridiculous I think every short person I've ever met. With you. Yeah. Every short friend we have in common has Napoleon Complex in some. They're also usually s- surrounded by very tall, a group of very tall That's people, true. which must not be help, you know, helpful yeah. for that. Yeah. Bunch of mouse men out there. Bunch of mouse men out there. Dr. Mouse God, men. speaking of mouse men, this bitch-ass kid, sorry, binch-ass kid, binch. got his 100-pound pumpkin stolen. This got story is, is right wacky. off his porch. It's just so stupid. Well, it's not... You're welcome, people, because we're about to... Teach yeah, you a little something us, about how to make money. Story. Basically, kid gets a hundred pound. Kid gets a hundred pound pumpkin that I guess his grandpa grew. His pop. His pop. His pop pop. His pop pop. Who's who's deceased? Yes, it was his final gift to him. His final gift to him gave him a hundred pound pumpkin. How long ago? That's what I'm confused about. I'm not, also not he, sure. I think he deceased himself like a year ago. Did it say that that he died like a year ago? He died. I think it was like spring. It wasn't recently. Yeah. Basically, what a strange gift to give strange to your grandson. Gift. Right, a pumpkin. My only point here is like, there must have been something left that has a little more sentimental value than a pumpkin because it's like, pumpkins. I mean, die. pumpkins you learn die so quickly. Yeah, well, like, this one's huge. You get to like November second, and the thing is right, like yeah. a decomposes like a human body. Right. Which is the crazy part is like I don't know, if I was like a sickly grandfather, I wouldn't give my grandson something that will surely die. I'd right. give him that something will remind him of death. That will right. live on forever in right. my, with my memory right. attached to it. Like no, like a no note. offense meant. Yeah. But like a week after that pumpkin rots, you'd rather open up Grandpa's casket 
and see him then look at that pumpkin. Probably. Rotting pumpkins are disgusting, They're and a 100 disgusting. pound rotting pumpkin is probably like probably an enormous like, hassle. Yeah, right. Imagine yeah, like, trying to pick that thing up uh, by the stem oh, and it falls apart yeah, like it, fall every apart. pumpkin it's, always yeah, does. It's gonna be, uh, Grandpa's memory guts are going to be all over the fucking porch. Quick side note what we used to do at my house when the pumpkins started uh, rotting, we would take aluminum baseball bats and go slam them in the woods. Yeah. So I can imagine that would be fun with 100 pounds. That was pretty fun. We, we fucked up with our pumpkins too. It was yeah. awesome. It was a good time. You just throw them on the ground. Exactly. It was like yeah. the first, like, you know, right. adolescent feeling of destruction, right. which then you grow to love. Right, right. Especially so, as a yeah. young boy. Yeah. So, like, the real story here is, like, mom and dad, you got to get your kid good with death because this is this mindset's not going to do him any good in the long run. Yep. Like, when some, when, like, death arrives in his teenage years. He's he's not going to be able to cope with it with no. like this this pumpkin. The pumpkin ticket. The pumpkin goes away. Yeah, the pumpkin goes Why away. Why does the pumpkin always so, go away? Anyway, this kid has this hundred pound pumpkin on his porch and it gets stolen because yeah. it's a fucking giant pumpkin. Everyone's heartbroken, obviously. Yeah. But a giant pumpkin and you live in Long Island. Like there's nothing to do. Yeah. Like when I think of scumbag teenagers, yeah. who like I would see now and you be like, the I mailbox and you... hate you. Yeah, it's Long Island. Sorry. Yeah, hundred percent. Just like that's just what I think. You see them like in Penn bored, Station. Suburban. They're seventeen. For the they're going part. to the movies in Times Square. Right. They're gonna try to drink. Right. They're gonna steal the pumpkin. Right. Off your you front root porch. for one of like right. six douchebag sports teams. Yeah. And like all you can do is steal some like grieving kids' pumpkin. Yep. There's yeah. not much else to do. There's in not the much mountains. else to do. Parents basically offer a hundred dollars. Aunt offers a hundred dollars. Not aunt even the offers, parents. Is it? Oh, it's aunt. I'm aunt pretty offers, sure. Is it a hundred? Or was it even more? It's a hundred dollars. Hundred dollars for the return of the pumpkin or the whereabouts of the pumpkin. Yep. Pumpkin gets left on the lawn next day with a note. Please give me that reward. Please give me the reward. Well, the whether that was a smart strategy to leave the pumpkin and then ask for the reward is a well. It's a very quick conversation. A terrible idea. Not no leverage. Idea. Ever How seen a Quentin? Answer, yeah. Ever seen a Quentin Tarantino movie? Any seen like any movie? That's it. I suppose they could just steal the pumpkin. Ever again. seen the movie The Room? All about leverage. Yep. All about leverage. They could just steal the pumpkin again. Yeah, right. It's just it's like, this is the easiest get you rich quick scheme. You can't really hide scheme. like an $100 bill outside. <laughs> like, oh yeah, it's under the pumpkin. Like, I don't know. Just, the whole it, thing just, wasn't The whole thing is ridiculous. It's just like $100 for a fucking 100 pound pumpkin when really this could be like a valuable lesson in terms of like life and death. Given, is it my job as the podcast host? To parent this child? To parent this child? Keegan, yes. Yes, you're right. It you're is right. your it job. Is. Who else's job is it? it, it's, it it'd be, These parents are failing their telling son. You're me. They are. Yeah, it's just like, it's the perfect time to be like, hey honey. Grandpa's gone, the pumpkin's gone, but guess what? You still have a part of him inside of you. 100%. You need to live with the memory of your grandfather and not attach it to, right. to also, insignificant yeah. tokens. Yeah, also please let's not ever talk about like my dead dad and a fucking pumpkin in the same sentence ever again. Fair. Because they're not equivalent. Yeah, I agree. Right? Yeah. Cool. Story solved. Story Case solved. solved. Uh, next up. Ooh, this is a big one. This is actually a little PSA. Yeah, hit me. Distracted walking injuries. We've actually talked about this before. I was going to say, have we covered this already? We talked something very similar, which was marijuana increasing pedestrian injuries. Love it. And we didn't know whether it was because people were getting high and walking or their drivers were getting high and driving and hitting people who were walking. Similar vein, distracted walking injuries are on the rise. Now, just like high school, just like health class, we're here to help you. That's what we're here for. We're here to do you a service. Of course, we're not doing it for free. You owe us. Yeah, you always owe us. You though. always even owe us. Even if we weren't doing it right. for free, even if we were charging you, you would still owe us. You would still, you're in our debt forever. Yeah. 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 So yeah, yeah. we're going to play a little video for you. Yeah. And we're going to educate you and ourselves 
on distracted watching, walking injuries, and how to prevent them. Absolutely. Can I get a little, uh, can I get the visual? Oh, sure. Hey, producer, uh, I'm missing screen one. Can I get a visual? Thank you. Oh, let's dial up on the green screen. When we're walking and texting, we either can't walk well or we can't text well. First of all, don't say we. Okay, also, not true. You I can, can do both really yeah, well. Yeah, I can, or I can do both terribly well. It's not an either or. It's like, yeah. if you're not walking well, you could also not, like, I don't walk well or text well. Yeah. Speaking of which, I have to reset my autocorrect because right now I can't, everything I type becomes something different. That's funny. I don't know Today I tried happens. to write shoe bag and it kept on autocorrecting to shebang. I don't know if you need to correct it. That sounds perfect. Shoe bag? What are you writing shoe bag for? Most of the distracted walking injuries are actually from younger generations. We've seen upwards of 50% increase in the last 10 years with distracted walking injuries, both in the emergency department and in our clinics. I was texting... Time out. Um, I took Go a- back. That's Gerald. <laughs> <laughs> in terms of good radio, we just found our college friend Sorry. on the streets of New York. I had to do hey, that. Hey, Gerald. If you're listening, we, just we haven't saw you spoken in to you in, in four years. Uh, let us know how you are. <laughs> Hit us up for a drink. He's not distracted, though. Look at him. He's got the phone in hand. No, he was always very focused. He was always very focused. He was focused on rowing very briefly, and then on his studies in more so. True. (laughs) Yes, he focused hard on I was texting, um, and I tripped on the stairs. I ended up tearing off part of my toenail. We have... Okay, come on. Yeah, I mean, like, if we're going to talk about tearing off toenails, like, we can just just reset. Yeah. Like, tearing off toenails happens, first of all. Right. It can happen all the time. Right. And... Happens to a lot of us. Yeah. Sometimes you end up with ugly toes. We're not sitting here complaining about it. I'm certainly not blaming it on our phones. No, definitely like some not. Of us, some of us are able to understand, you know, the relationship that we have with our with technology. Right. You know? Right. It's give or take. Right. Mine is surely damaging emotionally. Definitely. Oh, but physically? At least. I cannot blame it on physical. I mean, I've walked into things before I'm texting and I just fucking deserve it. Yeah, 100%. Let's resume. Yeah, please. People coming in with hand injuries, shoulder injuries, back injuries, concussions. Nearly half of all traumatic brain injuries or concussions actually derive from falls. These poor fuckers who just got the B-roll shots of them right. walking with their yeah, phones. Everyone looks like tough. an idiot. Right, everyone looks like an idiot. Oh, so I'm, at this point, the video has become less about distracted accidents and now more just about falling. Yeah. Falling can hurt. But don't people. list a bunch of injuries and then be like, it's just because of falling. We're not talking about falling. We're talking about walking while distracting. Yeah. Hurt. It just seems like this might be dumb. Dumb. People have milliseconds when they fall. If you're walking and texting. Not me. This is this. This, this is that type dependent. American physical therapist person's moment to shine. And yeah. I do think she's playing it up a little bit. Yeah. I mean, some people care more about fame than other people's health. Not exactly. us. Not, not us. us. No, we're here to expose about to fall the number one thing you want to do is protect your head with your hands and oh your my god we've got a demonstration and land on the softest parts of your body no one has ever fallen like that i, have, I just say to, to give a quick description of this they have a yoga mat out in a park and a man wearing what looks like certainly merrill sneakers shorts and a polo shirt is demonstrating falling but he starts on his knees puts his hands behind his head as if he's doing like the lay back Kicks the like, feet up on yeah, the desk yeah, thing. Yeah, and it's then, like how, how some like uh, the hardos on on YouTube will t- will tell you you're supposed to fist fight. Yes, you're supposed 100%, to like protect your head. Right, you know. And then he shoulder rolls his way out of there, but just from his knees, as if that's how anyone falls. And you would never do it in the concrete. The fall, then you tend to fall on an outstretched hand or your wrist. All right, that should be the keyframe image for right. the pod this week. Yeah, it's a, a cancel well. sign with a guy falling to stopping himself with his wrist, like he's about to do a uh, the worm. Yeah, it looks. I mean. To start the worm, it's terrific for him. Also, <laughs> good worm don't form. tell me to not fight the fall. I will always fight the fall. Yeah. I will not go gentle in that good night. 
I would you the first reaction is fight the fall. I don't think falling from your feet is going to always break your I bet you either. the next thing she says, and this is not because I've already watched the video, is like you end up hurting your arms instead of your head. Yeah, hit me. Which essentially ends up with breaking a wrist or hand. Oh, yeah, pretty good. Well, okay. I mean, solid. So I, mean, I would say in this next frame where they're showing no distracted walkers, but a woman walking on top of the curb, she's much more at risk. Absolutely. You ever break an ankle? Yeah. If you haven't, don't talk to me. I don't add me. I on a curb for sure. And the best thing you can do is actually be aware of your environment, which means hmm. actually drop the phone. Something keeps buzzing and buzzing and buzzing in my pocket. It feels urgent. Like, I gotta answer this now. Congrats on the sex. Yeah, I mean, that, uh, nice. Fucking, text yeah, sweet you. brag. People text you. That's amazing news. I don't know. That's just, am I supposed to give you a fucking medal for that? That was totally... That has nothing to do with falling. I just, I just like, this is the stupidest video I've ever seen. How did this make CNN? I think the problem here is that we got more into the issues of falling rather than distracted walking. Yeah, I mean, it was a good PSA for why falling is right. so Right. I think what you got is, I think they, they made it too black and white. Yeah. You know? You made it way too black and white. It's true. Like, what, what am I supposed to do? Just never text? You've got to make a video that's more relatable to the people. Right, which is like, give me some tips on how to not fall while I'm texting and walking. Don't just tell me not to do it. Right. Or just like, tell me how to do both at the same time. Yeah, you're yeah. talking about a guy who got in a car accident texting and driving and still texts and drives. Right. You need to give me... You need to get me to crawl before I run. You know? Yeah, absolutely. You can't just tell me to stop cold turkey. Right. It's like people telling you that salmonella is a real disease and telling you you can't ever eat cookie dough. How about it's like, hey, right. salmonella might be real, but more importantly, if you eat too much cookie dough, you get fat. That's a more pressing concern. Absolutely. I'm right. much more nervous. Right. I'd about be much weight. more like, and what they should have done is been like, hey, you can fall while texting and walking, or you can get hit by a fucking car. True. You could die in any moment. Any in moment. Fact, yeah. Any moment. You could be sending a text, I love you. You send that for the first time. Get hit by a bus. As we've talked about on the pod before, Keegan's biggest fear. One of my worst fears. One of your worst fears is... Uncomplete text message. Incomplete text message. Is it, is, it incomplete, is it sending an incomplete text message or is it receiving a message dying before you could read it? No, it's definitely sending. It's sending. I don't care if I haven't read it. It's, it's If I have an action that I'm... Right. That I'm milliseconds away from. Milk. It's you know it's it's the theory of like the best part of the kiss is the moment before you touch is the moment before you actually kiss. Yeah. With the anticipation because of it. Because kissing is gross. Yeah, kissing is disgusting. Uh, good luck kissing me, ladies. I would never also, do it. Hello, ladies. Oh, ladies. This one's for the ladies. Yep. Uh, but yeah, it's the same thing with like you know, I send the text and I'm like, this is gonna send. Hit by a bus. Never it sends. Never sends. And my no one my knows life, you're gonna get the no milk. one no one knows that I'm gonna get groceries that I'm gonna yeah. buy paper towels. No one gives me my fucking moral superiority that I deserve that I've earned that I'm owed yep. for. Moving on, Elon Musk attacks the game of the pod. This one pissed me. Off. Fortnite. He basically accused all Fortnite players of being nerd virgins. And you know what, Elon Musk? That means you're a fucking nerd virgin. You know? I just understand. It was like it was like a it was like a it was like a it was like it was like, it was like, it was like, it was like yeah. a it was like yeah. a tell him a, a parody tweet that went off that he then like ran with. Ugh, dude, don't try to change the narrative. We all know you're losing your shit. You're losing your fucking shit now. You fucking make fun of Fortnite and call yeah. us a bunch of fucking losers. Here's the thing about Fortnite: it's not going anywhere. It's, it's not only going growing. Yeah, you know who plays? You know Fortnite? who might be going somewhere? Fucking you. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know who plays Fortnite? Dudes and girls with big swinging dicks. Yeah, huge. You know, dicks. had way more sex than you, Elon Musk. True. You know, Crimes our buddy just you. got his first win. Shout yeah. out, shout out Ben. Shout out to Ben. Shout ben out Ben. Was super proud first of you. win, first win. And he's yeah. had he's had sex before. And his dick grew three his, inches. His dick, his dick grew, grew before three our inches. eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Where you're like Ben, you can't go. I watched gotta, him all of a sudden need to go to the tailor. Right. 
It's because like a scene Cena, out of Austin Powers. It was. It was like yeah. a comedy. If you'd escort him, we'd carry his, him. His, his big brass balls were yeah. dragging on the fucking sidewalk. His voice just dropped two octaves in the yeah, last. Yeah, I kill. was like, this is not my roommate anymore. Yeah, this no. is, yeah, this is insane. It, his fucking six pack burst right out of his fucking. It was crazy. Right out of his fucking shirt. I know. So Elon Musk, you know what you can do? You can suck. You Ben's can dick. suck these. You can suck my little pistachio balls. Yeah, suck my little. Suck little my little pistachio balls. Ben doesn't know is that if he messes up the sound quality for this part because he's dancing in the background, we'll cut it out of the entire episode. True, and then he loses the entire part where we are complimenting him over and, and over that's again. That's what, again, the movie The Room is about. Is it leverage. About, it's it's about having about leverage. leverage. It's about having leverage. I want a different story. <laughs> this, this is a story you get. Fuck you, Elon Musk. Fuck You're you, out of here. Elon, Fucking you punish your L.A. tunnel, you little, yeah. you little bench. He can't finish a tunnel for it to yeah. save his oh, ass. God, it makes me fucking disgusted. Yeah, he's supposed to pick and fight with weird people. Remember he told that, that the guy who tried to save those kids in the cave? That yeah, he was, he was like a, a pedophile? pedophile. What? Yeah. It's yeah. like, be much more, be like us. Make, you know, make a, make a joke for, about living under a rock. Be more like people us. people who can't hear you, Elon. Yeah, oh, God, ugh, gross. Idiot. It's also just like, the response he responded to was... It was like the creators of Fortnite yeah. said something about his Mars project being behind schedule, and they just said, just build, Elon Musk, just build. Which for you Fortnite big dick swingers out there is a funny joke. Yeah. you like, you got to build. That's solid content. Right. They're so, just trying to... And the thing is, like, if you are so high on your fucking pedestal that you can't appreciate someone else's rise, then fuck you, you deserve to fall. This is, yeah, and this is just not a battle that you're going to win yeah. at all. I There's agree. no way. You don't take on Fortnite if you're Elon Musk and win. Yeah. You're you're so out. You're so out. You're so out. You're so out. Because I think more people pro- at this point probably support Fortnite than Elon. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Speaking of support, it is our favorite time of the week. Hell yeah, it is. And we owe an apology. Um, last week, we got a message from Agent Red. Agent Red, we're uh, sorry. A quick recap. Agent Red, in an earlier episode, had brought home a young lady, a gym crush of months, and he had been basically turned off by certain things about her. Yeah. Certain smells. Smells. Um, He'd asked us, he basically had come up with an elaborate plan to get out of consummating this crush in a consensual manner, and he succeeded. Um, He faked the plan. She left. He was in the clear. He called us asking if that was if he'd done the right thing. Um, we we talked we about it. Talked about it. We more or less agreed. Yeah. The degree to which varied, but we more or less thought, you know what, this is okay. This is this is okay. Yeah. Weeks later, we get a call back. Last week, Agent Red has seen this girl out at a bar, and she acts very nice. Yeah. And asks for a sip of his drink. He's a gentleman. He offers it. You're getting a lot of apartment sounds this episode. That's okay, though. Welcome to yeah, our welcome life. Welcome to our fucking lives. You yeah. owe us. You this owe little, us. We don't, the, we don't welcome any people in this apartment. Episode. You want to live in New York? Well, this is what it sounds like. That's true. We have no to sirens this here. episode. Yeah. That's a lie. I know. There probably is sirens, probably right? Is. I have any on, though. You've done a great job. Thanks. I'm trying I hard. I dare you. I dare you to fucking yawn. I'm, I'm going to try not to. On my podcast. It's so hard, you guys. It's so hard to grind through the week. Regardless. Agent Red is a gentleman. Gives said woman a sip of his drink. She hucks a giant loogie in it. Tries to throw the drink on him. He dodges Co- it. He dodges it because he's 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 nimble of foot. Uh, his friend in a white polo shirt who deserves to have the drink thrown on him gets coated in, yeah, in rum and coke with, with spit. And Agent Red basically called us asking what, what was the... Re- 
like what was he supposed to do? Yeah. What do we think about this? We we came down hard. We tore him. We tore him apart. We tore him apart. We gave him a hard time for clearly if our mindset was if this girl the growth mindset the growth mindset that if this girl had found out about this and had been that mad meaning she must have found out about this was that Asian redhead had loose lips. He he told some more stories. He had. Uh, maybe been a little looser with this information than he should have. Yeah. It got back to her and he got his due comeuppance because he made someone feel pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, in uh, tearing him a new one, I not only uh, obliterated him, I also exposed his real name several times. And for that, I also apologize. But most of all, what I apologize for is that we were wrong. Agent Red reached out to us. He told us the full story. Basically, we had a... He told his roommate. His roommate told someone else. This other person told said girl. Yeah. Look, it still sucks for the girl. Still absolutely sucks for the but girl. But I will say, it sounds like Agent Red right. was trying to keep it within his circle right. of trust. Which was broken, which is not cool. Right. But that doesn't mean, right. you know, right. all is lost. But No. No. I mean, it sucks. that The point is, the girl is mad. Deserves to be mad. Has earned her right to be mad. It sucks. It's yeah. a terrible situation. But Agent Red, we came down hard on you. For, really. for talking. We right. shouldn't have. And like it's really... It was, like Your roommate should be able to, to handle these things with a little degree of of finesse. Yeah. And, this, mean, and then this other guy. He's like, you know, and the, the details of that. I mean, we could go into a whole other section on that. Of, of why he decided to divulge this information. My, to my uh, Leonardo da Vinci blind eye. It would seem that it was for personal gain yeah um, it's just very uncool there's a code that was broken and uh, no one's happy everyone loses yep so thanks guys we got another voicemail from our guy Asian Red thanks for calling back we're sorry for coming down so hard let's dial it up let's dial it up hey guys what's up um, got another situation for you guys so this past weekend I was um, hooking up with this girl and uh, I got first time hooking up and kind of had this weird thing that's never happened to me have and um, I basically was profusely sweating on this girl. I don't know what my body was going through, but I was, like, bright red. Couldn't, like, get cool for, like, the life of me. And I'm just, like, dripping, like, sweat out of my nose, like, laying on all over her. She's literally, like, getting covered in sweat. I can tell she's, like, not enjoying it. And I want to say it's from my rugby game that I had earlier that day. Like, I hit pretty head in the heart, so I might be concussed. But not really worried about that more worried about um, did I ruin my chances of continuing to talk to this girl with profusely sweating all over her and like turning her bed into a swamp <laughs> so let me know if you guys have any advice on how I handle that or like if you guys ever experienced something like that like a weird situation where you thought you like couldn't come back from it um, let me know if I can salvage this or not see you guys in a word yes <laughs> Yes, I mean, great voicemail, Agent Red. The first thing is, you gotta go get the concussion checked out. Oh, I mean, without a doubt. I asked him how his head was. He responded, it's fine. On the way back from the game, I threw up a bunch and got a bloody nose. You have a concussion. You have have a concussion. Because you also, was it a joke when you said, I got pretty head in the hard? I got hit pretty head in the hard. Did you hear that? I think that's what he said. I don't think he said hard. I don't don't think he said I got pretty hit hard in the head. Yeah, it's not good. Maybe I just go to the hospital. That. Right. Yeah. Right. We we, we've already that. had I've already had one of my, my podcast members get a fucking concussion on my watch. So yeah. get your head taken care of. Look, we got hard heads though, Agent Red. We'll be okay. <laughs> um ways we got Agent Red hooking up with a girl for the first time, sweats all over her, is embarrassed. Um 
here's my thing. If this is the first time this has ever happened to you, which it sounds like it was, yeah, you're it's because you have a fucking concussion. Hundred percent. You don't you don't become twenty two and suddenly become a sweaty guy. No, you become twenty six and you become a sweaty guy. Yeah, or like if you seven like if you like gained fifty pounds and were suddenly just like a hunk of like couch potato meat lumbering around, like maybe you'd be more sweaty. Yeah, but like you're an athletic kid. And you're 22. Like, there are certain times you become sweaty. Right. When you're ill. For me, it was entering, like, sophomore year of high school. I was like, I don't sweat enough. I wish I could be, like, manly and sweaty. And now I sweat like a fucking pig. You're a big sweater. I'm a big sweater. It's yeah. terrible. I hate it. You're a big guy. If I could cure my diabetes with my sweating, I would, cure, I would cure my sweating. I know. I wish you wouldn't, though. I wish and you I would. I will. I will. I will. I will. And I will. I will. I'll have my glands removed. Yeah. <laughs> All of them removed. Um... In terms of coming back from this, like, a, as a guy who is very sweaty, um, and has had this happen, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not great. It's never a great feeling, but I think, you, you know, it's like, it happens. I don't yeah. know. It's like, it's a, it's a messy business. I yeah. don't know. It's like, it, it sucks, but it's, it's, part of the, it's part of the game. My, my take on this is I think the best move is to press on. Take a shower. Take a shower. Well, take a shower, but I think in the, in the situation... Which is past, so it doesn't make a difference. But I think you still have a shot with this girl. I think the best thing to do is laugh it off. Or, and be honest. Be like, yo, I'm sweating like crazy. I'm sorry. I think I have a concussion. That was yeah. pretty... Thanks for putting up with me. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think there's a way to say it. I, I've had bloody noses on people's faces before. Right. And I think you, all you can really do in those embarrassing situations is laugh it off. Yeah. You, you Be your best self. Being 22, you've got plenty of consensual and sexual... And very mis- sexually active. Yes. Yeah. Impressive. Nice job, yeah. Asian impressive. Red. Yeah. But if I get 22, you've got plenty of consensual sexual misadventures in front of you. For sure. You know? You've got plenty of things that are just going to not make any sense. And the bar for shame is pretty low. It is extremely you know? low. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's college. People are horny yeah, for the sake of being horniest. Yeah, it's horny. And, like, I don't know, man. Like, you asked us your first voicemail whether you're about putting a thumb up your ass. And it's just at some point, things change. Yeah. You know? And, like, when it comes down to it, is no matter how terrible you think something just went. It's probably it's not like bad. probably not that bad. I mean, there yeah. is so much worse. Like for you sweating up a swamp, there's someone who's like, he's doing it a million times worse. Yeah, you know, I don't know. It just I think it's fine. I think you salvage it. I think Nick's right. You just you hop on it. You get ahead of it if you need to. Yeah. Um, like, Be the funny guy you are. Right. It's like you're working. It's like you're working your bones off. Yeah. Clearly. Like so what? Sorry. Sorry you're putting right. the team on your back. Sorry you put your team on the back in your rugby game. You got you got head in the hit. Yeah. And then you you got You got to go to the doctor. Yeah. No. Seriously, part. go to the hospital. Yeah. Please get taken care of. Please. Yeah. Um, but I think you can see this girl again. I mean, I you gotta, what are you going to do? Not try? Yeah. I think you salvage this by being a good, being, being you. I think you'd be funny about it. You, you, you own up to it. You laugh about it. Yeah. She feels more comfortable. You feel more comfortable. Yeah. I think you, I think, Door I think try to get in your head as much as you can. True. And, oh, even better idea. Victor Frankel. It. This, Victor. Is a, this is my favorite, uh, my favorite story recently. Victor Frankel, uh, 20th century philosopher, lived through the Holocaust, had a doctor who wouldn't stop sweating. Couldn't stop sweating. Sure. And doctor would get nervous about sweating. And uh, he'd, try to, he'd try to get himself to stop sweating. And he would just sweat more and more and more. So Dr. Frankel said to him, why don't you, instead of trying to sweat, sweat as much as you have ever sweated in your life. Right. So next time, Agent Red, go out there. Bathe in it. Go out there and, and like turn up the heat. Hell yeah. Get up there and be like, hey, honey, we're turning this up to 95. And let her go and from just, there. And say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sweat my entire body weight on this bed. You're gonna need new sheets when I'm done sweating on them. Let's get messy. Let's get messy with my sweat. With my sweat. Yep. And nothing else. 
You got a bright future ahead of you, Agent yeah, Red. Yeah, Agent Red, we'll talk to you next Sexually, week. Especially. Please go to the hospital. Yeah, please go to the hospital. Guys, that was episode 37 of this podcast. A, strong, a, one. a, strong, ep- a strong episode. Oh, that's all I got. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's good. I mean, you know, it's like we all think of different things when we think of old British people. Yep. And yours was the old Why cooing you... grandmother who took out her teeth before bed. 100%. You know? That's exactly what I was thinking. Right. I know. It's crazy. It's like yeah. we're one mind. One mind. Guys, thanks so much for listening. It means the world to us. We've got a, a big news week this week. We're going to be bringing back the romance section next week. Tune in for another great episode. Shout out to LA. Shout out to Steamboat. Shout out to Chicago. Shout out to New York. The pillars that built this flawed nation. But we're gonna, hey, we're gonna build people. again. We're gonna make yeah. it good again. Yeah, Marco Rubio calls back. This was his podcast. Are you happy now? Episode thirty-seven. Nick, are you happy now? No, not even close. Worse than last week. Maybe worse than ever. Are you happy now? Never, ever, never, ever, never, have never, I ever, ever, never will, never I have ever. I ever, never will I ever. would I ever again. We'll talk to you next week. Bye bye. Oh.